TMP, 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 big V's, big vibes all the time, man. All the time, nothing but good vibes, big vibes all the time. In this episode, we're going to get into Slim Shady, my favorite verses. Y'all know I got a big thing about, you know, best verse favorite. Opinion verse, you know, everybody opinion you know, is opinion, but to me, fact versus opinion. The facts say Michael Jordan is better than Kobe Bryant, but you can make an argument that Kobe Bryant is greater. You can make an argument. He's more skilled. You can make an argument. Those are arguments. Those are personal opinions. And that's what this is, list is for me. This is my favorite Eminem verses. Not verses that are like, now a lot of these people going to be like, yeah, this probably is best, some of his best verses ever, of course. But, you know, there's going to be verses that I leave out that definite Eminem stands going to be like, oh, you didn't put this on there, or you didn't put that on there, or you had to put this on there. It's not a list without that. It's not that type of thing. It's just the type of shit when I want to think, when I think of a crazy Eminem verse or my favorite Eminem verses that I can spit line for line, that's like, yo, this shit was crazy. It just stuck with me. These are mine, all right? Now, we're going to start off with a little bit of honorable mention. Well, we'll do a little intro on Slim Shady, first of all. Slim Shady, if you don't know, that's Eminem, Marshall Mathers. Came out probably like 98, 99, 2000. Um, just known for being a white boy in rap. And he really fucked everybody up because he came out with Dre. And then the fact that he could really, really rap. You know, I was middle school early high school when Eminem popped, maybe like ninth grade when he started popping. And he was just like corny at first. But then like the second album when Marshall Mathers LP was like, yo, this nigga's tough. Like he's he's rapping, rapping. And then after that he kept going, going, going. Um so that's Eminem. Some people would say he fell off. Some people would say he a goat because he kept going. But um, you know, he had like three or four great albums. Like right out the gate, straight Great albums. Then most people said it got trashed and he had a resurgence. There was drug issues in between all that. Beginning of his music, he used to always talk about how great drugs and abuse and hitting women and used to and was just known for doing wild shit. To me, it was just comedy rap. And back in the day, people took that shit real serious. Like Eminem could never say half and people be gassing when they say shit like this, but I'm telling you dead serious. Eminem could never say half of the shit that he was saying and like 2001, 2002, like he could never say that shit today. L- listen to the song Criminal. He could never say that shit today. Never. All right? So, um, that's Eminem in a nutshell. You want some more, go ahead, di- uh, go search a fucking Eminem documentary. But that's my quick 90-second summary of one of the greatest hip-hop careers of all time. Now, back to these bars. Honorable mention, favorite verses... I'm going to throw out a few. Um, just don't give a fuck off his first album. It's just the way he started that shit off. Slim Shady. It's just his flow. It's just, I don't know, something about that shit. I fucks with it. All right. On Fire. I think that's off of Relapse, Recovery. One of them two. Um, but the first verse of off of On Fire. Very good verse. Hell Breaks Loose. The first verse off of that. Um, if you really, really, really know... That's a little bit of a little white flow. And if Eminem was hearing this, he'd probably like want to kill me for saying that. Because 
a lot of people thought when Lil White came out, he was a knockoff of Eminem, but Eminem is floating on that beat, sound like a Dre beat, he floating on that shit, and it's rare that you get Eminem on like a, 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 a truly, truly fire beat, it's rare, like most of the beats, he make you love him, because he rapping on them so good, but they just be basic and shit, with a just nice little bass line, but that, On Fire too, On Fire's a crazy beat, The Hell Breaks Loose, great beat, um, Bad Guy, which is like the intro off of Marshall Mathers LP Part 2. The last verse on that shit, if you ain't listened to that, you need to listen to that. That may be Eminem's best verse of all time. Maybe his best. It's not even in my top 10 favorites, but that may be his best verse. He basically killing himself in the verse, and he talking about how... um. The whole song is crazy. It's like Stan Part 2. Stan Brother getting his revenge and all this shit. But basically, Eminem is talking about how all that shit is coming back to him. All his homophobic slurs and how he used to just talk about gay people, clown them, and how he used to talk about killing women and all that shit. Now he got daughters and all that shit is really starting to hit him now. His drug use and all that. So, amazing verse. Amazing. Um, And um, I just got like full disclosure. I had heard the album, never really, I, I just couldn't get into it. I, I might have skipped that song just because the first two verses are slow. And then I was, while I was like researching for this pod, I went back and listened to a lot of his shit and I was just like, wow. So yeah, get that shit a listen. Um, next, definitely almost made the top 10 shit on you. Um, his verse, first verse off shit on you. It's a D12 song. Some of these songs, you just got to be a rap head. You just got to be even maybe an Eminem head. I'm not an Eminem head, but I'm a rap head. So you got to be a rap head to know some of this shit. But I'll shit on you. I believe it was on D12 first album or it was on a mixtape. Um, Eminem, you know, the song is typical Eminem D12. Just, you know, you listen to it today and you're like, oh, my God, this is cringy. But Eminem spit. Um, he started the song off once. I get off two hits to X. My dislicks and disconnects. Till I walk around this bitch with a twisted neck and still shit on the first bitch that disrespect, like, <laughs> and he just air it from there. So, just the man flow. I know I got a bunch of women fans. I'm a grown ass man now. I hope to have beautiful daughters in the future. This ain't glorifying none of his lyrics and nothing. It's just art. Sometimes art is obscene, but you can still be like it's good. And that's what all the Eminem verses is that I'm talking about. Alright, so maybe I should have put that disclaimer at the beginning, but in the words of the great Marshall Mathers, I just don't give a fuck. Now, last one on the honorable mention list. It's a little known, I say little known because I was searching this shit for like a week and a half and couldn't find it on the internet, nowhere. It's a freestyle Eminem got over the ride or die chick beat. And I think it's the first time that I actually liked Eminem. This was back in Napster days. That's why I'm saying. Like I had to be in like seventh grade or some shit. I don't know. But this was after Slim Shady dropped. Like, hi, my name is. This is after that. And he was just seen as kind of like corny. But I remember like searching his name and coming up with like Eminem freestyles. I'm like, oh, he freestyle? And listening to that shit? Yeah. Um, and it again listening to it today it's like it's corny but back then it was so dope and even now when i listen to it even though the content is corny the skill 
behind it is like astonishing. So if you ever find that freestyle, it, good luck. It's over the ride or die beat. It's early Eminem. And what's so dope about it is um, at the end of the freestyle, you hear Proof saying, yo, and this is just off Bacardi and Mountain Dew. So imagine how we do. <laughs> um, so real Eminem fans listen to this or no. Damn. 10 minutes before we even got to the list. Slim Shady for real. Number 10 of my favorite verses of all time. Criminal, the last verse. It's maybe one of my favorite Eminem songs ever. Just um, <laughs> the intro, not the intro, the, the skit before this verse is what really set it off. This is a verse I'm not even going to really talk about. You just got to listen to it. You just got you to gotta listen to the whole song. Don't cut it off. If you got virgin ears and you're a young person, listen to this. Uh, don't cut it off. Listen to it. It's funny. It's great. But yeah, that third verse is, yeah, right before that skit, third verse, say less. All right. Next, Till I Collapse, a lot of people favorite. I like the second verse on there where he lists the people. Reggie, Jay-Z, Tupac, and Biggie, Andre from Outcast, Jada Corrupt, Nas, and Demi. The first verse he aired out, even the last verse he aired out. But to me, that second verse is my favorite because that's when it was like, oh, shit. Because up until then, I'm just going to, I don't want to speak for the entire hood, but just the people I knew, the people I was around, it was like, yeah, he nice, but, you know, what the fuck? He ain't, he ain't biggie. He ain't, he ain't hove, you know? But then when he put a list out there, it was like, oh, shit. And then I remember everybody thinking like, Reggie? Who the fuck is Reggie? Reggie? Like, everybody was like, Reggie, Reggie. And then they like, Redman, like, what? <laughs> but you listen to M and you listen to Red. Very similar style. And Redman tough. I don't know. Number one, greatest of all time tough, but he tough, you know. Um, put Andre 3000 up there. Corrupt, which is like a West Coast legend. A lot of people would say, hell nah. But you got to give the West Coast love. Put Jada up there. You know, and he put he put Jada and Corrupt above Nas like that's spicy, but yeah, um, that verse there was very pivotal to me in hip hop history, um, because it was like this is definitely one of the nicest out here. And he got silly bars, and, you know, talk about killing his mom and popping pills and stuff that we was just looking at back then. Like, what the fuck kind of weirdo shit is this? Um, but then when he put that out there, like, yeah, fuck with me though. And nobody really want to fuck with him. Next, Renegade. Since I'm in the position to talk to these kids and they listen, I ain't a politician, but I kick it with them a minute. Stole the show. Um, hold the goat. I've said this on multiple occasions, but I just laugh at the revisionist history with Hove. Like, men a certain age, mostly like three to eight years my elder, they just act like Hove was just always, like Biggie didn't exist. Like, M didn't exist. Like, I, I don't know. But Hove the GOAT. He is the GOAT, so I guess all that's all that matter. But I remember how it was when Renegade came out. I remember everybody like, yo, Eminem just shit all over him. Even now I said it. Now, what you come to learn, and maybe some of y'all still don't know, that was already Eminem's song. It was Eminem and Royce the Five Dying. So M had already just, you know, 
that's a little different from it being Jay song and Jay just giving him the beat and airing it out. But still, it's like, damn, if even to this day, Jay-Z verse is very good. But just Eminem just can't. And then the second verses, a lot of these shits, you can pick the verse. This is just my favorite. That first verse, it's just still a show. Like, that was the rewind. Nobody were ever around Renegade because of anything Jay-Z said in the first verse. All respect to the God MC. Nobody ever. But when that, since I'm in the position to talk to these kids and they look, when that came on, he was like, whoa, hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Run that back. So sometimes I just laugh at the, the revisionist history um, around the God MC hole. But uh, number eight on my favorite verses of all time, Renegade, the first verse, Jay-Z and M. Number seven, Bust a Rhyme. If you know, you know. If you don't, I'm going to put you on. This is on Missy's second album, I think. Um, could be called like Misunderstood. I don't know what the fuck it's called. But it's the one that got Hot Boys on it. It got All of My Grill on it, I believe. It got... Damn, don't give me the line. Is it that joint? I don't know. It probably could be. Because I don't know if it's that one or if it's the one with She's a Bitch on it. I don't fucking know. All I know is search bust. Just search Eminem and Missy. All right? Eminem on the Timberland Beach. You'll probably never hear it again. He ripped it. This is just old Eminem. Young Eminem. I believe this is before the Marshall Mathers. Yeah, this is before the Marshall Mathers LP came out. Because he references the song on the Marshall Mathers LP. He talks about how people in the underground say they he he mad they mad because he won't do a song with MC Get Busy. Since so he, he's like, oh, I just did some shit with Missy. So now he thinks he's too big to do some shit with MC Get Busy. <laughs> More on that song on my other part that I'm going to do about my favorite Eminem songs. Shit, the first verse from that motherfucker, from that song, almost made this list. I'm on some shit. But, yeah, Busta Rhyme, the last verse, he got three verses on there. It's basically an Eminem song. The first two verses is just Eminem on a, eh, it's like a beat that is seen. It's like, uh, like Timberland took it easy. Like I'm like, Timberland, what is this? Probably because he wanted to make sure M could float. But at the end of that shit? That's one of the best Timbaland beats you'll ever hear. Because the beat switch up for like the last minute and a half of the song. And M don't even spit a 16 over that shit. He just spit like an 8 or a 12. Um, I ain't even going to spit none of it. Just go listen to that. Eminem, Missy, is called Bus a Rhyme. That's number, let me see, 10, 9, 8. That's number 7. Numero 6 on the list. Drug Ballad. The first verse. Definitely one of my favorite, if not my favorite Eminem song of all time. The beat, again, it was just like, no offense to nobody. But it was just like white boy beats. Even though Dre was producer, it was like, what is this shit? What are these beats? I can't bump this shit. But like, by the time Eminem started spitting, it was like, he was floating on that motherfucker. Dude, you just nodding your head. Yeah. Um... How do we start that shit off? Oh, yeah, back when Mark Wahlberg was Marky Mark. <laughs> yeah. Just a song of full of nostalgia. If you were a certain age and had a certain lifestyle and was, quote, unquote, outside, as they say, and not, like, outside, like, 
gangs and shooting people and all this other shit, but just like outside being a regular teenager, going to parties, trying stuff, doing stuff you shouldn't have been doing, sneaking home, trying to, you know, that song, Drug Ballad, will always put you back in that space and you'll laugh at what you used to do. And when I was going back and listening to the song, it's wild to see that Eminem at that age and then you listen to older songs about um his addiction it's it's wild man it's it's really wild but that's art uh like he said in that song the bad guy he's just an artist trapped in his own painting and uh, that's that's what it is so drug ballad first verse incredible love it next I don't even know. I'm tired of counting these bitches down. It's probably number five, four, three, two. Yeah, number five. Bitch, please, too. Oh, no. Big slim dog. 50 pound balls. Big shit, shit, dog. Back up in the heezy, baby. <laughs> That's Eminem rapping like Snoop. Then he aired that shit from there. Like, easily, easily. Top five. Could have been three. Wouldn't have got over three. But that's on the Marshall Mathers LP. And damn, I should. Hopefully, I went through most of these till I collapsed. That's on Eminem's third album. I told y'all about Buster Rhyme. Criminal, that's on the Marshall Mathers LP, one of the greatest albums in hip hop history. Definitely his best album. Renegade is on the greatest album in hip hop history, in my opinion, The Blueprint. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Drug Ballad, that's on M's second album, Marshall Mathers LP. And Bitch Please 2 is on M's second album. That got Snoop on it, uh, corrupt, and Nate Dog aired that hook out. Nate going crazy on the hook. Rest in peace to the goat. Going crazy on that hook. Yes, Eminem on a Nate Dog song with a great hook on a great Dre beat too. It's not like you know the white boy Dre beats. It, it was a it was a hard Dre beat. Like he could have went on the Chronic two thousand one type shit. Listen to that, bitch. Please part two. And Snoop aired that shit out too, but. Nah, definitely the, the the show stiller as normal as usual. I should say Eminem. Number four. Say what you say. Second verse. That whole song Eminem is going crazy. That song is on his third album. They dissing Jermaine Dupree. Um, Dre and M going back and forth, but the second verse. From Eminem is great And he started off with the second verse It gets worse It gets no better than this Yeah He go crazy And Dre pop in a little bit on that verse But um, To me the highlight of that verse Is at the end When he's like uh, Punk rock No one's punk Don't give a fuck White pox So much spunk When I was little Why then why would go up The cellar mill and grow up the... Yeah he He aired that shit out So Take a listen to that if you can. If you haven't heard it, if you already heard it, then, you know, maybe you might not think it deserved to be that high, but just listen to the rhyme schemes and the shit that he's saying. It was very, to me, that wasn't Eminem at his peak powers, but that might have been Eminem at his peak talking shit powers because he had 50 in them with him. Obviously, he had Dre. He already knew he was nice, and he was just saying, wow. He was saying, he, he went from saying, like, funny shit to saying, wow, reckless shit. Like, yo, somebody say something to me. I want battle. <laughs> That's the time it seemed like he was on around that third album. He may have felt like people still wasn't taking him serious after that critically acclaimed second album was staying on it. 
third stand verse could have made it too. Now, number three. These was tough. This almost made it to number one. I'm back. Marshall Mathers LP. Want to say this is song number 10. I don't remember. Third verse. Possibly the nastiest. Not nasty, but just possibly the just like, oh, God. Verses you'll ever hear. Bars you'll ever hear. But just so Eminem. Um, I ain't even gonna say it. I want to because it's my one of my favorite bars, but I'm not gonna do it. I'm just gonna say Jennifer Lopez. Go listen to that song. I'm back. Third verse. Just go listen to it. He just aired that shit out. Easily one of my favorite verses. The whole song, I love that song, but the song is him just being goofy. Typical M, but that third verse is just a whole new level. Like, when you think he can't go over the line, that nigga just jumped clean over. He just cleared that motherfucker. He went over the line by 10 feet. Like, all right, bro. Nothing's off the table. And I thought Puff, you would think Puff was going to say something, but M had some spicy things to say about Puff. That's what's so crazy. I'm sure they cool. I'm sure they ain't got no issues like that. But if you peep game, if you know, because he says some shit about him killing, about Puff killing Big. I mean, about Puff killing Pac or something. A couple years ago in a verse. And people was like, wow. He said that? Um, so, yeah. This one was a little more funnier. But it was it could still be seen as disrespectful. And just say that it ain't mine. What's my name? <laughs> I right, number two on the list. Love me. Eight Mile soundtrack, Eminem verse is fifty, and fifty got a classic verse in that motherfucker too. Um, what did he say? I ain't gonna front. I thought R. Kelly was the shit. Let me find out he fuck around with Bow Wow, bitch. <laughs> fifty, <laughs> and this is. I mean, this had to be in like 2003. This is when 8 Mile came out. And y'all know they just got Kells. So that kind of let you know that shit was a real, 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 real open secret. Like, that's crazy when you look at it. As I celebrate an album and artist whose catalog is full of misogynist rap lyrics and killing women and all that. But hey, you know, yin and yang. But yeah, Love Me, incredible song. I feel like it's number nine, but I don't remember on that Eight Mile soundtrack. Uh, Eminem started off with, it's a certain mystique when I speak that you know it's a certain unique. And he just kill it. It's a whole verse. The whole verse. is It just don't get no better than that. Besides this first verse. And honestly, if we talking skill-wise... Love Me is maybe the most skillful version. You got to just be careful when you say that with fucking Eminem. Maybe Renegade is the most skillful verse on here. Not counting audible mention. But Love Me, just if we was saying best verses, just to be up there too. Um, Some of these is not his best work. 
they just the swagger, the fact that he not lyrical, miracle, spiritual, jerkal, you know, he switched it up a little bit. It's certain things that make this list what it is, but Love Me is both favorite just because the swagger, the shit that he's saying, and also best just because of the technicality of the verse and of the words. Excuse me, another bars. And last but not least, and when the cops came through me and dressed her next to a burned down house with a can full of gas and a handful of matches, I still wasn't found out. <laughs> that that bar or them two bars, whatever the fuck that was, that shit just blew my little ass mind when I was a kid. It just blew my mind. I just thought that was the coldest shit ever. And we not even talk about the Slim Shady, how to set the twin babies in Mercedes Benz with the windows up when the temp goes up to the mid-80s, call them in ladies. Like, that too. That that was just, it was just too much. To this day, I listen to that verse and it's too much. You got to rewind it. It's, it's too much to fathom for me. And I can fathom things pretty easily, but it just, every bar is just like, what? Oh, what? What did he just say? It's just classic fucking material. And that verse there was for me. Because Guilty Conscience, that, yeah, that, that. But them verses wasn't, that was him and Dre going back and forth. Those are good for different reasons. But when I heard this dude on Forgot About Dre on that beat, rapping like that. That's the first time I was like, yo, is he the best rapper out? I had never even thought about that. Could never just that never even crossed my mind till I heard that verse. I was like, nobody is sounding like that. And then the beat. Psh, man, please. Forgot about Dre. Always and will forever be my favorite Eminem verse. So, with that being said, send all love mail, hate mail. Show ideas, questions, concerns, promotional opportunities, songs. Especially if you think I fronted on Slim Shady. Send me your favorite verses. Send me your favorite songs from Eminem the Great. All right? ToxicKingTalk at gmail.com. ToxicKingTalk at gmail.com. As always, big vibes all the time. Peace and love.